0: This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All.
1: Hey Carly, how's it going? Oh, you know.
0: It's a, it's always an adventure in my life.
1: <laughs> how's that's, it going with you? That's true. Um, it's going good. I'm glad to be here again. This is episode five of Ooh. mommy's Tell All. Yeah, that's exciting, right? That is exciting. I feel like we're kind of getting into the groove of things. We have a really good episode for everybody. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Yeah, me too. We talked last week about um, how it is Autism Awareness Month, and that we were going to be bringing on a guest to touch on autism because, as Jade and I said last week, we don't know a lot about it, so we are um, so excited to learn. That's one thing that we wanted to do in this podcast is we want to, um, you know, we want to have fun girl chat, but we also want to um, bring light to. I mean, gosh, all the mommy topics out there and this yeah. is one that um that we definitely wanted to touch on and we have a mommy on from our Facebook group named Jessie that we are so excited to talk to. Um her daughter has autism.
1: Yeah, um so a lot of you if you're new listeners, you probably don't know, but we have a Facebook group for Mommies Tell All and it's about 22,000 women strong right now, which is awesome. It's a great place for moms to connect, but we had put out there that we were looking for a mom who has a child on the autism spectrum to come on so they could share, um, she could share her story and her child's story and just share what it's really like. So we can, we can understand a little bit more about, I guess the challenges and the rewards of having a child who has autism. Yeah. And so, Jessie Arrington is with us today, and um, she's been so wonderful to be so open and um, willing to share her story. She's uh, just a regular mom, so I feel like we all can relate to her. She lives in Alabama. She's got the cutest accent, and uh, we're really excited. So cute. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: So we'll be chatting with her. And then also um, we wanted you guys to stay tuned. Um, If you've been following us on our Instagram accounts, you've seen that we are launching a jewelry line that is really near and dear to our hearts. And we're going to be talking about it after we talk to Jesse and giving you some inside details and the inside scoop on what that's all about. So also stay tuned for that because... We're giving away things we haven't given away on our Instagram.
1: I mean, for this episode, for Autism Awareness, um, we do eventually want to get on an expert because we'd love to hear about uh, autism and the spectrum from somebody who has a professional opinion and understanding and um, all that. But we really wanted to bring a mom on because we want to have a variety of guests. We want to bring celebrities on. We want to bring regular moms on from our Facebook group or any of our listeners. And then we also want to bring experts. So we're just trying to bring you a variety. And I feel like the more people we have on that have different, I guess, point of views, the more that we can actually learn from each other. Because when we start sharing our lives, you realize that we're not so different after all. We all have... Something in common, and that's we have our own struggles and we have our own joys, and we're all just human and we're all just trying our best to get through this life together, right? Oh, yeah, this is like yeah.
0: what Jade and I chat about every single day <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> on
0: the daily, that's, every hour. Oh
1: my gosh, that's Jade. So true. This is what
0: I'm struggling with this five minutes,
1: <laughs> yeah. but
0: that's but that's like, but my, that's what this y-
1: podcast is yeah, about, totally. yeah,
0: totally it's about all supporting each other through the struggles, whether it's your best friend that you talk to every day or whether it's, you know, a person in our Facebook group helping out someone else in our Facebook group. Because I know that I have had a million questions that I've asked in that group and everybody is so helpful. You guys, if you're listening and you want, if you're a mom and you want, even if you're not a mom, and you want like a really cool place to go ask questions or learn about, gosh, everything, or just have a safe space to feel like you can, I don't know, exist in a mommy world, you have got to check out our Facebook group because it's 20,000 strong and everybody, I mean, it could be two o'clock in the morning and you can be having a crisis and someone will be awake to help you through your crisis. It's really amazing.
1: The love in there is unreal. Like, I see the women rally behind other women and it just makes me so Proud to be a mom and proud to be a woman when a lot of the times there's so much shaming and judgment out there, and uh, we really should just be supporting each other through the hardest times and the best times. Absolutely. And we found our
0: guest in our Facebook group. So, another reason to join if you'd like to be a part (laughs) of our podcast, even be a voice on our podcast, um, that's a great place to connect with us. So, Jade, what do you say? We get Jesse on.
1: Um, so we're gonna take a little break, but when we get back, you guys are gonna hear our conversation with Jesse. And now it's time for our segment:
0: Jade and Carly pay for Emmy and Bella's college education. There are three things every homeowner wants their home to be: smarter, safer, and more fun. Well, what if I told you One Link by First Alert has you covered? First, meet your family's new best friend, the One Link Safe and Sound, a hardwired smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with a premium home speaker and Alexa enabled, all in one sleek device built with first alert safety technology and providing an immersive great sound experience the safe and sound elevates any home but it gets better one link by first alert also offers the one link smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm that work with one link safe and sound
1: the device is easy to install and protects against both smoke and carbon monoxide if smoke or carbon monoxide is detected in the home the smart alarm will notify you via exclusive voice and location technology and send a notification to your smartphone, whether home or away. A smart home should start with smart protection and One Link by First Alert welcomes you a smarter, safer home. Visit onelink.firstalert.com for more information.
0: You know what I love? I love my cat. My cat is so sweet, no matter what kind of day I have, she's always there to cheer me up. If Evan's out of town, she cuddles with me at night. She's just the sweetest little kitty that there ever was. But you know what I don't love? I don't love cleaning up kitty's litter box yes her name is kitty very original which is why arm and hammer created new cloud control litter there's no cloud of nasties when i scoop like yuck you guys it's hundred percent dust free free of heavy perfumes and helps you reduce airborne dander from scooping so what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box new cloud control cat litter by arm and hammer more power to you Hey guys, welcome back to Mommy's Tell All. We are going to be talking about autism awareness today because it is Autism Awareness Month. We have a mother, Jessie, on that has a daughter named Briley that is on the spectrum and we're really excited to talk to her and learn more about autism.
2: I'm Jessie Arrington from Woodland, Alabama. got married about five years ago to my husband, TJ. We grew up together. We like five miles apart, literally together. Our dads grew up together. live in a really small town. No red light, no caution light, really. (laughs) No anything, if you think about it. And we had Riley in 2013. She was a complete and total surprise. We didn't even live together. She just decided she was ready to be here. And well, we made it work. And here we are. That's so sweet. That is sweet. My brother's name is actually Briley, so I love that name. Um, I had that name picked out about two years before I ever had a baby.
1: Oh, really? Oh, that's Mm -hmm. so sweet. That is sweet. And it's
2: Briley Lynn. TJ's mom's middle name is Lynn, so it just fit. That's so
0: cute. My other best friend besides Jade, her daughter, is Briley as well, so I also have a special place in my heart for the name (laughs)
2: Briley. (laughs) I love it. I love it.
1: So when was, um, when was Briley diagnosed
2: with autism? Well, we started noticing when she was probably about a year old that with her words and stuff that she should be saying and different progressions that she should be making, that it just wasn't happening. She was still very babyish compared to where she should be. Instead of her vocabulary and all increasing, she learned to communicate by pointing at what she wants or grabbing you by the hand and taking you to what she wants. We asked the doctor about it and they kept saying, oh, well, some babies just talk later than others. It's no big deal. And they kept brushing it off and I would ask about it every time we went and it was just not a big deal to them. They would just say, she's just a little behind She's just got a little bit of a speech delay, no big deal, just give her time, don't rush her. I was like, okay. Well, me and my husband would talk about it. It just kept bothering us because she was getting older but yet she still wasn't talking to us. She would name things like, um, and she knows every word under the sun and would talk to herself or her babies or toys or nobody. But as far as putting words together to make a sentence, she just wouldn't do it. Like if she, if she wants juice instead of, hey, mom, I want some juice, it's juice over and over until she gets her juice or a food. She'll name that food and get in your face and just say it. And she goes to speech now, so that's getting a little bit better. But we're still working on that. So it's just a slow, slow ride.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I know that autism is such a spectrum and there's high functioning and there's low functioning. Um, Is there a diagnosis that they gave you where she's at? I know it's just every child who has autism is so different and you really can't compare them because they all have different symptoms of it. I don't know what you would call the word.
2: Symptoms is fine. Um, The last pediatrician that we talked to about it said that they wanted to let her get a little bit older before they did a lot of the testing because they wanted to let her get as far as she could so that the test would cover more of what she could do. And that if she was on the autism spectrum, it was going to be very low because she's very smart. She's very independent. There's nothing she can't do. We still have a problem with potty training because she doesn't understand it. It just doesn't click. She mm-hmm. knows what the potty's for. She will go to the potty. But as far as, hey, mom, I need to potty and that kind of thing, it just doesn't happen. But she's very low on the spectrum. So she's very high functioning and there's a lot of a lot of little symptoms, but she's still very capable, if that makes sense.
1: Sure. Sure. I know that if she was a year old, this was like 2014, and I feel like there has been so much more awareness around autism Mm -hmm. in probably the last decade. I feel like there's so many more children being diagnosed with it because I don't think necessarily there's more children having autism, but it's just... It's more, it's being screened more. It's being watched more. We're looking for those symptoms and helping children get. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because early intervention is so important because if they're getting the therapy and the resources they need, they can actually improve in certain areas. It's crazy that if you think your doctors in 2014 were even like, well, we're not that worried. And I guess you don't ever want to overdiagnose, you don't want to overdiagnose a child too, because that does happen. Um, my brother was diagnosed with ADD and I really don't think he ever had it. And he was put on medicine as a very young child. And I just, um, looking back, I think that was the wrong thing they did. So I know like overdiagnosing is a thing too. So I'm glad that at least your doctors weren't doing that, but it sounds like with them not being so concerned, I'm just so surprised. Is she in? They weren't at all. Yeah. Um, is she in any therapies now? Is that like what does your day to day kind of look like?
2: Well, I stay at home with her, but she does go to speech at um, the school here in our town um, once a week with a speech therapist. We have just in the past couple of weeks talked to the principal and the counselor and a couple of the teachers and decided that she won't start kindergarten this coming year. We're actually going to do speech a full another year. And then start because she's still just not ready to follow instructions in a big group and communicate with the teachers and the other kids. And she's just not ready. Yeah. Still got to figure out this potty training thing. So she's potty trained all the time.
1: Does she do um, any sort of occupational therapy? Because I know a lot of the times autism, it's a sensory thing for children. It's like an overstimulation of the sensory or she, she's, or she sounds pretty you know, high. She sounds pretty high
2: functioning. We haven't had to do that. The only things that really set her off, certain sounds, um, a vacuum cleaner, a hair dryer. Um, if we go in the bathroom at Target or Walmart or somewhere, and the hand dryer comes on, or even in public bathrooms, certain toilet flushes that are too loud, she can't take it. I mean, she'll just bolt out of the bathroom just and cover her ears and she can't handle it every once in a while we'll run across a new sound that will trigger that other than that she's not one of those kids that has like a certain color that she just can't be around or a certain anything because you know some autistic kids can't even talk and they have right like I worked at a daycare in high school and I had a little boy his name was Blake I'll never forget him and would adopt him if I could He was terrified of the color red. And in a daycare, everything is colorful. Mm -hmm. But we could not have red in our room in any way, shape, or form. Like, we would have to, if kids came to class with red on their clothes, we would put tape over it. Because he just couldn't see it. He was terrified. And, I mean, he would feel position in the floor, just could not handle it. Or a balloon. He was so scared of balloons because that balloon might pop. Yeah. It didn't have to pop for him to be scared of it. But if he saw a balloon, he was gone. Riley's not quite to that level. She she doesn't do real real well in really big crowds if people bother her. But as long as she's left alone or just let run wild through the crowd or whatever to do her own thing, she's okay. But when people start messing with her or trying to pick her up or talking to her really then she kind of starts acting out a little bit but there's a lot of the severe more severe symptoms that she just doesn't have yet anyway we're still learning every day
0: jade and i were talking earlier we were so excited to talk to you today because we don't know a lot about autism what advice would you give to parents that are just finding out maybe that their kid um could
2: possibly be on the spectrum don't panic It's stressful. It's hard. It sucks so much, so much of the time. But there's also so many things that these kids can do that other kids can't. In certain areas, they're going to be behind, like with speech or with other kids. It may be something different, but with Riley, it's speech. But now this is the most artistic child that I've ever seen in my life. She's going to design clothes when she gets older. Like she yeah, girl. takes Play-Doh <laughs> yes. and everything now. And she'll, make, she'll take a doll and make a complete outfit. Designs on the outfits in different colors. I mean, and just mold whatever she wants. And she can look at something and then take a piece of paper and a pen and draw exactly what she saw and never look at that picture again.
0: That's amazing. And
2: music. She can remember words to songs and sing them just after hearing them one time. I mean, there's, so she blows my mind every day, but there's a lot of days that it is hard and Mm. you do get so frustrated, but you just have to learn that you can't lose your patience with them because they literally can't help it. And it took me a while with that. And I still have my days where I just want to shake her and be like, just answer my question, please. Or just tell me what you want, or that's not a word. I need you to tell me a real word, or I can't read your mind, but she can't, and she doesn't get that, and you just have to take it day by day and do what you have to do to stay calm with them and not not let it overwhelm you, because it would be very easy to get too stressed out about it, and mm-hmm. I've heard of parents getting upset with their kids or getting so frustrated to where they would punish them for certain things, and those things, they couldn't help. Like, I can't punish Riley for not talking to me in complete sentences because she can't comprehend how to do that. So that would just be me abusing my child. So you just have to learn what, learn their limits basically and work with them every day and just stay on their level and do things at their pace and push them when you can, but take your time when you have to.
1: Yeah. um, It's a lot. I can't imagine. As a mother who has a daughter with autism, what is something that a friend could do to help? Like if I was like, I would love to be able to just help. Is it just being like a listening ear or what's the best thing for our listeners out there that are wondering what they could do to help a loved one dealing with this?
2: Well, since it is so stressful, one of my main thing or the most helpful thing to me is just letting probably go to my aunt's house or to my mother-in-law's house or somewhere that's not with me all the time just so my brain can rest for an hour or mm. two hours because she's non-stop from the time she gets up to the time she crashes. I mean, we don't slow down. So when I do get a chance, she doesn't stay with just anybody. We have like two people that I trust to keep her because they know how to handle her and how to communicate with her. I'm not one of those moms that would let just anybody say hey let me come get your kid and just be like okay come get her.
1: I'm sure she only has a small circle of people she trusts too.
2: Oh yeah she's very picky about who she wants to be around and even me, people it takes her a while to warm up to anybody new but that's really the most helpful thing is just getting her out of the house to let her burn off some energy that's not at home or just giving me five minutes to I don't know, read a book or sweep the kitchen floor without her following me around, wanting me to braid her hair or fix her hair for the 30th time or change clothes for the 20th time that day or something like that. Or talk, just to talk to another adult because she doesn't talk to me. Yeah. She'll tell me what she wants. But it's, and I talk to her all the time, but she doesn't talk back.
1: Yeah, and you are so, you said you're a stay-at-home mom, right? So it's just you guys all yes. day. Yeah, it's us all the time. Yeah, I can imagine the burnout feeling of, I mean, we love our children, obviously, but I can't, I mean, I, I feel for you. That's a, that's a lot to yeah. take on as a parent. Um, it is. Yeah. I want to ask too about your marriage. So with your husband, TJ is how has having a child with autism affected your marriage? Does it, you think it's brought you guys together and made you stronger or do you feel like there's definitely challenges I'm just curious about that aspect.
2: I want to say, at first, when I started noticing that she wasn't talking and doing things on schedule, when I would mention it there for a while, he would also brush it off and be like, you know, you're just wanting her to do too much or just give her time. And I would get frustrated with that. But eventually, he saw it too. He is a um, CU nurse. So, oh, okay. He knows oh, wow. a good bit about all diseases pretty much or most diseases we're pretty tough we've been together since 2009 and we're friends for 20 years before that so I don't know that anything could come between us and now that we've got her I think if anybody ever hurt Briley or did anything to hurt her in any way both of us would end up in jail. I mean, we're just.
1: <laughs> I think that's all parents. I think I feel the same way.
2: <laughs> we're just a team with it. I and love we, that. We're just figuring it out. I mean, yeah. it's it's something new every day.
1: I think that's great. I think support systems are so important as parents, no matter if you have a typical child or an atypical child. It's just that support <laughs> system is your lo- is your your life core, you know, it's what
2: keeps you going. Right. So I think that's great that you guys have that. Oh, he is my rock completely. Um yeah. I lost my dad when I was 9. Um I'm sorry. And my mom is a character. Um <laughs> she was on drugs from the time I was born mm-hmm. before I was born basically. I was born about 3 months early. In the NICU, not expected to live, only weighed three pounds kind of thing. And I was raised by my grandmother. So on my side of the family, she doesn't have biological grandparents. Now, I have an aunt, which is my mom's sister, who helped raise me. And she has became nanny or nana is what Riley calls her. Yeah. And then TJ's dad passed away two years ago. So she has a grandmother on his side, his mom still, actually, that's where Briley's at today, is coloring Easter eggs with her. Oh, that's so fun. Yes. But we've got we've got a tight little circle. Um, one thing I have noticed is that Riley she doesn't always get included in everything just because people think she won't enjoy it or that she can't do it. Or people want to invite her to certain things because they don't know how to handle her. Or they don't know how to be around her. They don't know how to approach her. Or it's almost like they're scared of her. Like they don't know what's going to set her off. Or if if they speak to her, is she going to cry? Is she going to take off? Is she going to hide? Or something like that. So, I mean, most of the time it is just us doing stuff together. Or family. There's not a lot of outside people that come in that are willing to include her. And I think a lot of it's just because she's a little bit different. Yeah. So.
1: That's tough. I'm sorry to hear that. I feel like you're definitely not al- alone in that unfortunately because I'm sure a lot of parents out there who have children who have some sort of disability or difference probably have faced that kind of exclusion or discrimination as well.
2: Absolutely.
1: But it's it's sad. It breaks my heart thinking about that because all children deserve that attention and that love and that Right inclusion so I'm sorry to hear that
2: and well I mean it's not just adults either it's other kids yeah um when we go to speech at the school we can be walking down the hall and there'll be a line of kids that we walk past and if Riley's singing or dancing or Mm -hmm. whatever she's doing in her own little world as we're walking to her room you've got all these kids just staring and looking at her like what is she doing what's wrong with her why is she acting like that why is she talking? Nobody's listening to her. There's nobody talking to her. Why is she doing that? And it's just like, seriously?
1: Yeah. I think that I did- just wish oh, go
2: ahead. more parents would explain to their kids that not all kids are going to be just like them. Absolutely.
0: I think that will also come with, um, you know, I do feel like people are spreading the word more about autism. So hopefully that will help. And I bet you when she goes into kindergarten, she's going to find a best friend and they're going to be inseparable. I just know it. She's going to find a little artistic friend that loves to color and and loves loves to paint. She loves kids. Mm -hmm. And she
2: would play with anybody. But it's just kids look at her like she's weird. Or if she doesn't do whatever they're doing exactly like they do, then they're just like they don't understand it. So Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, what you're doing today is great because even just us talking about it is letting other people know more about the autism spectrum. And the more knowledge we have, the more we can help make a difference. And hopefully these situations will start changing. And I even think like personally, I'm like schools, if there's a child in there that has something that's different with them. I feel like it's almost like the school's responsibility to help the children understand maybe how they have to approach that child differently. I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of schools that do something like that or there are, or there are those resources somewhere, but I'm hoping that just talks like this and even things just like autism awareness month are helping things like that happen. Um, Before we let you go, Jesse, we do want to end this on a positive note. So we would love to know what are your favorite things about your daughter? What do you
2: love the most? She's the most loving child, just how much she loves. And she's with me all the time. So she's a mama's girl for sure. I want to take my glasses off so they don't fog up with my crying. Um, (laughs) She just and when she she'll hug you. And you'll spend all day and not get a single sentence out of her, and you'll be so frustrated. And then randomly one night she'll come up and hug you and just be like, "Hey, mom, I love
0: you." Aww. Oh, there's nothing better than that.
2: You're just like, "What? What did? Will you say that again? What? What did you say?" And she'll know she won't say it again, or she'll want to be your baby. And she'll want you to hold her like a baby and sing to her. And she thinks that's just the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and then she'll get down and start talking about how she's a big girl. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. And <laughs> that breaks my heart because she, she's, she'll always be my baby. But yeah, <laughs> she's so loving. God, and when she loves, she loves so much and so hard. And when she sees people that she loves, she just lights up and gets so excited. And she's so happy to be around them. And when she meets other kids and stuff and they actually play with her, she loves it. She loves people, period. She's gonna do big things one day. I know that for sure. I don't know what that'll be, but she's gonna do really big things. And she, when it comes to arts and crafts, I mean, she's almost my teacher. Um, (laughs) she can do anything when it comes to creating she can take random toys and the next thing you know she's got a whole village built for her dolls yeah and it's like and it's not just like a house a car a barn it's a barn with a cow and a calf and Then there's a chicken and a rooster and, I mean, the details. And it just, she blows my mind as to how much she knows and how much she retains. Her speech teacher told me that it was almost like she knows so much and so many words, her brain can't keep up Hmm. and just can't figure out how to sort those words out to use them to communicate yeah I can totally get that because she's brilliant in so many ways it's just it's incredible really I wouldn't change her for nothing it's frustrating as I'll get out and some days I could put my head through a wall but I wouldn't change it yeah not at all your daughter surely sounds like a
1: gift and um yeah she sounds very beautiful Um, thank you for sharing so much thank you so much I know that I learned a lot and it's just every time someone comes on and shares a story about what they're going through we all learn a little bit more and hopefully um, this will definitely make a difference out there so well, I
2: appreciate y'all having me on and bringing people awareness to other kids with different personalities that's a word that I tend to use a lot. Her personality is just a little bit different. Um mm-hmm. it really means a lot and just getting the word out there so that more and more kids and adults won't be so scared of it and we'll right. just treat her like she's just like everybody else. She just does things a little bit different. I mean, that's all there is to it. There's she doesn't have any sort of plague. She's not infectious. She's not I don't know, damaged or anything like that. She's just unique and she's Briley. She does Briley's things in Briley's way. And you just have to accept that. We just let her be her. That's right. All right. Well, I thank love you. I that.
0: I do too. Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> You're so welcome. I'm so glad I got to talk to you both. I've watched you both since the very beginning. So, I mean, since Trista. <laughs> <The beginning>.
1: so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been
2: around a while. Love your stories and congratulations to you, Jade and Carly, waiting on your announcement. Oh, gosh.
1: (laughs) One day. (laughs) I told her we need to be we need to be pregnant again together. So I'm I'm on that. I'm on that. Come on. I mean,
0: it takes Evan to help me do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he would argue too much. (laughs) I think you're probably right about that. (laughs) Yeah, you could probably convince him.
0: Probably. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jesse.
2: Just so welcome. Thank you. Tell Briley we say hello. Tell her hi. I sure will. Thanks again. (laughs) All right. All right. Bye. Bye, guys.
1: And now, another installment of Jade and Carly Pay for Emmy and Bella's College Education.
0: Do you ever have those nights that it's so, so hard to fall asleep because you're like, you have major stress and anxiety from what happened that day or like in in the future the stress about that (laughs) which is like me every single day um and no matter what i do it like it just does nothing helps but i found calming comfort blanket by sharper image and it's like this luxurious weighted blanket that actually helps you relax and you can fall asleep and stay asleep naturally
1: I actually suffer from anxiety, and um, this blanket makes you feel hugged. I and love it, being hugged. Yeah, it's just this really calming, comforting sense, and it really does kind of let all those like sensory nerves just calm down, and I do sleep better with it. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite things, and I don't share mine with Tanner. <laughs> Tanner, get off my blanket. This is not yours. The Calming Comfort is designed with high-density comfort fill to provide exactly the right amount of weight to help your body relax. It mimics the soothing feeling of being hugged less for less stress and a restful night's sleep. And they come in different weights. So I have the 15-pound, but they come in 15-, 20-, 20 and 25-pound blankets. And they recommend that you get them between 7% to 12% of your body weight if you're wondering what to get when you're ordering. They also have kid sizes but no way yeah isn't that the
0: coolest thing and because i feel like kids always make things really messy they also are 100 percent machine washable and dryer safe
1: i love that because when i was a kid i used to sleep with like three or four blankets on me and that's probably why i probably needed it to help reduce any kind of anxiety or stress i had as a kid which you don't think kids have you you know you hope your kid's not feeling right and anxious But kids still do have kid problems. (laughs) Yeah, I think
0: it's really common these days. Um, But luckily, they've designed one for kids, which is amazing. And uh, the Calming Comfort weighted blanket comes with a 90-day, anxiety-free, stress-free, best night's sleep of your life guaranteed, and it's from Sharper Image. And right now, for our listeners, you can go to calmingcomfortblanket.com, use promo code MOMMIES at checkout to receive 15% off the displayed price. Again, that's calmingcomfortblanket.com promo code mommies, and because you can't put a price tag on a great night's sleep, go online now at calmingcomfortblanket.com and use promo code mommies for your special discount today. One thing that jesse said that really hit me was um how she was talking about how her daughter was like not included and I feel like I understand when you don't know a lot about something, like, I understand the fear and that comes with that. Like, well, what, you know, what would I do if, you know, I, I brought her daughter over and this happened. But I also think that, you know, that comes with what we're doing right now, which is total awareness. And, and it just makes me sad that, that she has to, that the you know Jesse has to feel that way, and so does her daughter. And I just I really do. I just hope that I hope that changes because if you are a parent that you know feels this way, then get some knowledge. You know what I mean? Like then help yourself not feel that way because that's not right. It just makes me sad.
1: Well, and I th- I think that's why there's like Autism Awareness Month, and there's months, and there's. Um, movements that are behind these sort of things because Mm -hmm. there is discrimination or exclusion in schools with parents right everywhere in society even if we're like not even intentionally meaning to and it's honestly a lot of the times it's because we're ignorant to the fact of what what that child has or what makes them different or or even just like a human, what makes them different. And with it's because we don't have the resources. We don't have the knowledge. And right. so a lot of the times we are, we are scared of how do I approach this situation? How do I not offend somebody? How do I handle something if something goes wrong? Yeah. A lot of the times it's not ill intent. It's just that we haven't had the access or we have chosen not right. to have the access to resources on how to help. And so some, I think Autism Awareness Month is so great because people who do have typical children can now learn how to integrate um, children who are different into certain situations because they do deserve that. They do deserve to be treated like a dignified human, just like everybody else. It's just something that It does. It does break my heart that there are children out there who do experience like what Jesse was saying. And it seems more often that it is that comes, it stems from the parent. You know, if the parent, if the parent doesn't know what to do, the child's not going to know what to do.
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's also our job as parents to, you know, if, if your kid has an autistic child or a child with any, you know, difference in their class or, you know, I mean, anywhere it's, it's our job to explain what that is and why we're all the same. We just function differently.
1: Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's so important to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like I was just like imagining if that was Emerson and my daughter being excluded or, and it sounds like, um, Briley has enough awareness that it's, that it does happen to her, Mm -hmm. you know, how Emerson would feel and how I would feel. And just how I would want Emerson to be treated, and so right. if we all could just put ourselves in another person's shoes a little bit more, I feel like it would make such a difference. Hundred percent, I totally agree. Yeah. Um we well, are I,
0: doing. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm just thankful she came on because I really do feel like I learned a lot that I didn't know. I feel like I, you know, opened the door to and and walked into a house, and I feel like now I I was a, a little bit of part of the story. And before I kind of feel like, I don't feel like I was the person that sat in class and, and judged, but I was the person that was like, I don't, I don't know, but I'd like to, you know,
1: I learned a lot too. I think that's great. And I feel like that's um, definitely the message or one of the messages of autism awareness month yeah. is just giving people Spreading the awareness. The yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do we want to talk about our affirmation word of the week? Yes. What is
0: our affirmation this week, Jade?
1: So Carly and I are going to be doing this now on each podcast and because we just love the power of words and want to leave you guys with something positive. Um, but I picked, uh, the affirmation of I am worthy for this week. Yes. Because I feel like it just applies to, um, this topic and that everybody is worthy and everybody is worthy of love and acceptance. And, um, It can mean whatever it needs to feel to you today. Just put it on your heart. Take a deep breath. Feel it in and just tell yourself that I am worthy. Yes. Write it on your mirror and just repeat
0: (laughs) it to yourself. For
1: real, though. Seriously. um, We also wanted to talk coming off of that. uh, If you guys have been following our Instagram, you saw that Carly and I and our friend Ashley Lemieux, she's been on the podcast before she has uh, a jewelry line called The Shine Project. And we all officially just launched a jewelry line together. Yes. Yeah. You want to talk about it, Carly? Um, yeah, sure. So I had this like idea, of,
0: oh, gosh, like five years ago. Um, I was doing, I don't know, you know, I was Googling as, as we do. And I came across this article about... Uh, Well, there's there were two different articles. One was about plants and they had these um, they had set up these plants in a high school and with each plant, there was a word associated with it. So it was like, you know, this plant said beautiful and this plant said ugly. And these kids would walk past these plants all day long and they would say, beautiful, you're beautiful. And then they would say, you're ugly, you're ugly. And what they found was that the plants that had positive words associated with them would absolutely thrive. And the plants that had negative words associated with them would wither and die so quickly. So then they also did a study with water molecules. And when you look under a microscope with water molecules that were associated with a positive word, they are the most beautiful, pristine I mean, like angelic looking water molecules. And then if they have a negative word associated with it, they would I mean, they would be brown and disjointed and and, I mean, like really terrible looking. And so I I kept thinking about those things and I was like, well, one, I'm made up of 60 percent water. So what if I had a positive word associated with myself that I did this experiment on myself like would the, you know, those water molecules in my body could look like the beautiful angelic ones instead of these horrible ones. And, you know, we tell ourselves every day, these negative things instead of telling us these beautiful, positive things. So I would write words on myself or affirmations and I would look down every day and repeat them. And I, it changed my life. It changed how I felt inside and how I felt outside. So, um, I brought this idea to Jade and to Ashley and I was like, what if we created a line that, that, you know, really was kind of the experiment on ourselves and we could by spreading the word really change people's makeup, change people's lives one by one.
1: Yeah. Thus
0: Reviver Jewelry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we ran a survey on our Instagrams a while back and we asked you guys if you could say one word that you needed to say to yourself, I am blank. What would what would it be that your soul needs? And the top five words that resonated with the people the most are the words that we chose for our jewelry line so far. Um, It's grassroots. I mean, we're starting with our own money from the bottom and hoping to build this into something really great. But it's just something that I need in my life. Oh, a hundred percent. And there's a couple of specific words that I know that I'm like, wow, that really resonates with me. I know that those are the, I don't feel that enough and totally. I should, and I should, mm-hmm. to- I should every day. And so we're just hoping that this is more than a jewelry line, that it's something that touches the lives of people and hopefully changes even just the tiniest shift in somebody that if it can help them, because I feel like that's something that we felt we needed ourselves. and Now we want to share it with others. Yeah, absolutely.
0: One thing that's cool also about this line is we wanted to make sure that yes, it's a bar necklace that has a word, but it is a little more powerful than just that. So we um, one side of the bar says I am, and then the other side of the bar says the word that resonates with you. So you can choose if you, like I'm wearing the I am on the outside to the world, and then whatever word I have chosen is touching myself, and nobody has to know because, you know, I I know that there's a lot of things in my life. I'm a very open person, but there's a lot of things in my life that I'm struggling with that I don't necessarily want to share with the world, you know? And then maybe there's some days that I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so this today and I want to share it with the world so I can turn the necklace around. But the I am... really changes it from just a word into an action. And that's what we wanted. We wanted it to be like, I am this. It's an action. It's, it's, it's changing yeah. you by be- saying the sentence.
1: Because if I just say worthy, then yeah, that's a word out there that has a definition to it. But if I say I am worthy.
0: Yep. It's making di- it for yourself.
1: How different is that? How different right. does that feel?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's know? a totally different thing.
1: We're super excited. Um, We hope you guys love it. And I hope it helps a lot of people. I do too. And we, um, you should definitely
0: follow us on Instagram um, at Reviver Jewelry. um, Because we're going to have you guys, we, the way we're launching this is so cool. We had a lot of women come in and tell their stories and um, we associated words with their stories and, These women opened up to us in such a beautiful way, and it's going to be really cool for you guys to see and experience. So yeah, follow along, and then you can have also updates on um, exactly when the launch happens. Right now, we have some really cool pictures up, some lifestyle shoots that I felt like a Mother Earth
1: goddess. (laughs) You looked like a Mother Earth goddess. I,
0: I really have never felt more in tune with myself. As in I that could, moment
1: I could feel your energy that and I was feeling it I could tell oh you gosh. were like you were channeling Oh, all, yeah all of your inner essence. I was a moon was, and Sun goddess that day. I, it was good. It was a good feeling. <laughs> I
0: liked it. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're so excited. and it's just it's fun to do this podcast to help people. And, you know, finally, we have a product that we also feel like can help people and people can have something tangible to have instead of, you know, just sitting and listening. So it's really cool, and we're very excited. Yeah, so check it out that completes our episode for this it week does. next week we will have Danielle Walker on and I'm so excited to talk to her I love her I have followed her forever and she is just the you know how there's like fit fitspiration she's like food spiration and mom spiration yeah.
1: I think I mean her story's a great story too I mean she struggled almost passed away from all of her mm-hmm. health issues And she's healed her body with food. So I feel like it'll help anybody who's out there who has something that they're dealing with in their body that maybe maybe food can help heal them or their children. And so she um, has created this community and these books and she's just really awesome. So we're looking forward to having her. Absolutely. Okay, we'll see you guys next week.
0: Bye. Bye.